Amen. We're going to listen to the 11th chapter of the book of Luke, also Acts chapter 2. Luke 11, Acts chapter 2. Good to have everybody tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I don't know where everyone else is tonight. I don't know where some are. This is moving into the summer. Amen. There's always uh, vacations and school is out. Amen. In most places. Hallelujah. In most districts. And so I know that there's a lot happening, balls going on, different things like that in the year. Uh, amen. The school year kind of things. But we're glad that you're here tonight. Glad that you're able to be here tonight. And I believe that. Amen. I come tonight with a word from the Lord. Hallelujah. In due season. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many Amen. That there's a due season for every one of us. Hallelujah. Praise God. You've got to keep in mind. Amen. That uh, God sets the limits on that season. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. When God is, uh, amen, ordained and set, He sets the limits on the season. And there's nothing the enemy can do about the limits that God sets tonight. I'm thankful for the blessing of the Lord. Luke chapter 11, Acts chapter 2. We're going to start with verse 17 and Luke 11. Read about six, seven verses there. And then go to Acts chapter 2, read verses 1 through 4. We'll fill later in Acts 2. <coughs> Hallelujah. But Luke 11, 17. Everybody that is able to stand, please stand for the reading of the Word of God tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you have a Bible, amen. Praise the Lord. Go with us there. If not, amen. It's on the wall. Praise the Lord. There's even a Bible in the church act with you. Amen. I want to go there tonight. But, amen. Luke 11, verse 17. Everybody got it. Say amen. 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 Bear with me. My throat's trying to be... Uncooperative. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Luke 11, 17 says that he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and a house divided against a house falleth. If Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub. And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore shall they be your judges. But if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. When a strong man armed keeps his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him, he shall overcome him, he takes him, taken from him all his armor wherein he trusted, and divides his spoils. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. Amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were with all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Come on, we're going to blast the show parts. We want to give the Lord a praise for His word tonight. Come on. Amen. 
to the Spirit, amen. Hallelujah. All of your emotions be centered around the Holy Spirit tonight. Hallelujah. If the Lord will honor me, I simply want to minister on the thought, there's a suddenly. There's a suddenly. Look at your neighbor and say, there's a suddenly. There's a suddenly. Praise the Lord. At sundown tonight, we are going to be entering into the Feast of Pentecost, or in the Hebrew, Shavuot. Shavuot means week, so this is the Feast of Weeks. This is uh, the second major, but it's actually the fourth uh, Feast of the Spring, because we have Passover, we have Unleavened Bread, Passover, and First Fruits, amen, that takes place first in the spring, and then we have Shavuot, amen, or Pentecost, uh, hallelujah, in uh, the Greek, amen, the counting up, or the counting of the Omer from Passover, amen, is how it is determined when, amen, the Feast of Pentecost happens, so there's seven Sabbaths and a day, amen, from the day after, and then seven Sabbaths, so that's 50 days after Passover, Pentecost is celebrated, Pentecost means 50, Penta, amen, in the Greek means 50, so uh, we see that the Feast of Weeks, or Shavuot, or Pentecost, as it is in the Greek, amen, happens, it's taking place at sundown this evening, it will, amen, last until sundown on Sunday, now this month, this Sunday, or excuse me, sundown on Saturday, then this Sunday on the Gregorian calendar is Pentecost Sunday, amen, in the Christian church, amen, Pentecost Sunday is seven Sabbaths or seven weeks after resurrection, so that's how it happens, amen, but we know that God's calendar is usually ahead, always ahead, amen, of our calendar, so nonetheless, amen, it is going to be the Feast of Pentecost, amen, this is the time of the remembering of the giving of the Torah to Moses on Mount Sinai, when the children of Israel were delivered out of Egypt, which was Passover, amen, they were brought into the wilderness 50 days after they came out, hallelujah, they, uh, God met them at Mount Sinai, hallelujah, with thunderings and fire and thick smoke, hallelujah, he spoke. He gave Moses the commandments, not just the Ten Commandments, but all of the commandments. And interestingly enough, he wrote, amen, the commandments with his finger. The Bible says the finger of God wrote the Ten Commandments, or wrote the commandments on the tablets of stone. Hallelujah. So this is, amen, the remembrance of the giving of the Torah, or as we would say, the law, or the word at Mount Sinai when Moses brought the children. Israel out of Egypt. It is the wheat harvest. At Passover, it is the barley harvest. So just consider the harvest of the poor. Everyone, most everyone, even the poor, could, amen, have barley. Hallelujah. But wheat, amen, was not so much as common among those who were uh, less privileged, but this was the wheat harvest. Uh, amen. And so Pentecost was a joyous time. Uh, amen. It's when everyone traveled from all over to Jerusalem to bring their offering, to bring their offering, their Shavuot offering. Amen. Of course, they would bring the wheat offering. Amen. And so uh, they would travel from all over. They would make the journey. Uh, amen. This is why in Acts chapter 2, on that particular Pentecost, uh, amen, there were people of different languages present uh, because everyone traveled to Jerusalem at the time of Shavuot or Pentecost, amen, so this is 
why again there are so many different people with different languages. And so we know that Pentecost or Shavuot, amen, is the celebration of the giving of the law, but it's also the, amen, the remembrance now of the giving of the Spirit. So the law was given first and then the Spirit. So the first, amen, commemoration was at Mount Sinai coming right out of Egypt. And then, amen, it was fulfilled by the Messiah on the Pentecost after Jesus resurrected after that Passover. And Jesus fulfilled the Passover. Hallelujah. Then uh, the Spirit was given. Uh, amen. Now, uh, not only did they have the Word, but they had the power to live the Word. Uh, amen. They were given the power. They were empowered. Uh, amen. To be able to live the Word uh, or to be able to do kingdom exploits. So they were empowered to fulfill the Word of God that had been given to them to set the boundaries for a holy living. Are you with me tonight? Hallelujah. So we have no excuse to not be able to follow the Word of God and to live according to the statutes of His Word because the Holy Ghost has been sent to empower us to do so. But it also gives us power to do kingdom work, to do kingdom exploits because the authority belongs to the believers. Amen? Can I get an amen? When we become born again, the blood of Jesus gives us the authority, hallelujah, to walk like believers. And then, hallelujah, the Holy Spirit gives us the power to do what Jesus did. Amen? So that we can do kingdom exploits, that we can begin, hallelujah, to see the dead raised, to see the sick healed, to see blind eyes open, to see deaf ears unstopped, to see demons cast out. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. So these signs shall follow. Amen. Them that believe. Hallelujah. They shall cast out devils in my name and they shall heal the sick. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. These were signs. And so now, amen, that authority given to us by the blood of the Passover lamb. Amen. Now we are empowered by the Holy Spirit that on that Pentecost, everybody say that Pentecost. How do you see that Pentecost? The disciples did not anticipate what was coming on that Pentecost. We'll talk about that here in just a little while. Hallelujah. But we see, amen, that this authority was a kingdom authority. How many knows that Satan is the ruler of the kingdom of darkness? He is the ruler of this world, the kingdom of Satan. We used to sing an old song growing up, amen, in the Pentecostal church, Satan, your kingdom's coming down. We're going to pray to tear your kingdom down. We're going to shout to tear your kingdom down. We're going to sing to tear your kingdom down. We're going to preach until we tear your kingdom down. Not today, Satan, right? Hallelujah. Come on, that's what his shirt says. Hallelujah, that's a sign. Amen. Come on, hallelujah. He is the ruler of that kingdom. But the authority given to us as kingdom believers, the kingdom of heaven, amen, asserts the authority of the kingdom of darkness. Therefore, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Amen. If you take up any deadly thing, 
and it shall not harm you. Hallelujah. In my name, you shall lay hands on the sick and what? They shall recover. You shall cast out devils. Hallelujah. So we're talking about a kingdom. Hallelujah. Of believers. We're talking about a kingdom. Amen. A darkness in a kingdom of light. Hallelujah. And it looks like the kingdom of darkness might be gaining some ground. But can I tell you, hallelujah, that if you'll spend some time in the secret place, you will never, never be deceived to believe that the kingdom of darkness is greater than the kingdom of light. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a shout right there. Hallelujah. See, this is why Jesus, stay with me, I'm going somewhere. Jesus spoke several times, amen, how that the kingdom of heaven was at hand or it was near. If you'll read the scriptures, I believe it's over 300 and some times in the New Testament that the word kingdom is used. Hallelujah. And Jesus would often say the kingdom is at hand or the kingdom is nigh. The kingdom is near. Amen. He said the kingdom was in you. Jesus often spoke in parables. And what would he say oftentimes when he would speak in a parable, when he would begin to tell a story, when he would begin to explain a parable, he would say the kingdom of heaven is likened unto such and such. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto such and such. Why was Jesus using that statement? Why was Jesus using the word kingdom so often? Because he was establishing kingdom authority and he was trying to create a mindset. Amen. To those that were listening, to those that were following, he was trying to create a mindset. Sadly, one of the deficits within the body of Christ, and I'm talking about the true church, I'm not talking about, amen, Christianity, I'm not talking about a religion of denomination, I'm talking about within the body of Christ. Sadly, one of the deficiencies is, is a lack of kingdom mindset. Everyone thinks, amen, in the future, instead of realizing that in the present, you shall have peace. Hallelujah, beyond your understanding. You can have joy, and your joy can be full while you're here on earth. And I have somebody to help me in this place. Hallelujah. He was trying to change a mindset. If I can say it like this, he was tearing down strongholds that had been built in the minds, hallelujah, of his people, in the minds of the Jewish people that had followed the law, that had, amen, studied the law, that had been faithful, amen, and that had not been faithful. Hallelujah, the ones that could not be faithful because they could not fulfill the law. Somebody better help me in this place. Hallelujah. So it was time to change a mindset. Hallelujah. And here's what you got to understand. Amen. Sister Carol, until Jesus came, the kingdom of darkness had never been interrupted until now. Until then, the kingdom of darkness had never been interrupted. Hallelujah. Do you realize what? Amen. Shockwaves were being set throughout hell when Jesus started. Hallelujah. I can see. Amen. The spirits of darkness at 12 years old when he stood in 
And he began to preach and he stood up and he said, The Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to bring glad tidings to those who are bound. Oh, I believe then. Oh, somebody said, Oh, the king is on the premises. The king of all kings. Hallelujah. Somebody knows what they're talking about. Shockwaves were going all throughout hell. And now, hallelujah. 
with this kingdom mindset. Jesus trying to set a kingdom mindset and him trying to establish kingdom authority. Luke chapter 11 and verse 14. If you read it there just a few verses before, amen, where we began to protect. Jesus was casting out a demon. He was ejecting, hallelujah, a demon, a mute demon. And that demon had caused the person that it inhabited to lose the ability to speak. Hallelujah. It was called the Bible. King James calls it a dumb spirit. Hallelujah. But it's a mute spirit. Hallelujah. And that demon kept that man from speaking. It wasn't that that man couldn't speak. It was that demon wouldn't let him speak. Satan, and then there were other 
of that ain't enough, there's always got to be the group of others. Well. <laughs> Take off for the remnant. Yes. But then there were others that were demanding a miracle out of heaven as a sign from him. So, okay, okay, you guys are not devils now. We demand you to give us a miracle from heaven as a sign. Uh -huh. Because a miracle was a sign to a Jew and they would not dispute it. Uh -huh. That's why miracles, signs, and wonders will follow them that believe. That's why a Jew, the Bible says in the last days, will want to grab hold of us and say, Ooh, what is that? Who is that that you got? Give me this, right? Hallelujah, because that's a sign then. So there were others now that were demanding a man that a miracle out of heaven as a sign that Jesus knew their intents and their purposes. Mm -hmm. yeah. He knew, he knew what their intent was. And so he began to say, every kingdom divided against itself in opposing groups falls in ruin. So in other words, he was saying, you cannot have a group here and a group there that is in the same kingdom that is working against one another. Help us, church. Right. Satan understands it. Why don't we? Come on. You can't have groups. You cannot have, amen, groups again within the kingdom that are working against each other because what's going to happen? That kingdom is going to fall in ruin. That kingdom is not going to stand because it's divided against itself. And then he said, a house divided, amen, in the same way it's going to fall. And so he goes on to say, he said, if Satan was divided against himself, how is it possible for his kingdom to be able to stand? Mm -hmm. All right. So he was divided. That's why a demon will always work with another demon. Yep. That's why if, 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 a man, if, if, a, if a demon, a man, if a demon of depression gets access into you, get ready for anxiety, get ready for fear, get ready for suicide, get ready for self harm. Come on, somebody, do you hear me? Hallelujah. That's all it takes. It's not all like that, but that is how it works. And they will not work against each other, but they have one purpose, kill, steal, and destroy. Right. That's what they're set out to do. This is why there was shockwaves sent through hell when Jesus started casting them, casting them out and ejecting them out of their houses, amen, out of the bodies and souls of those people, because now they were losing their ability, hallelujah, to prosper. Amen. So he said, if Satan was divided against himself, if Satan allowed this to happen in his kingdom, how would it be able to say He said, now let's just assume, I like Jesus, <laughs> He said, let's just assume, let's assume that I am ejecting demons by the means of the Elzebub. Uh -huh. Let's just say that I am. Oh, now he's, now he's, now he's going to the test. <laughs> He said, he said, so let's assume that I am ejecting these demons by means of Beelzebub. Then by who are your sons doing it? Hmm. Because those, the Jews have exorcists. They have people who performed exorcism. They have people who were casting out devils. He said, so let's just assume that I am. Well, if I am, then what are your people doing? Oh. Who are they doing it? Hallelujah. He said, and if this is so, if I am 
casting him out by Beelzebub, then so are your sons. And if this is so, then they're going to be your critics. They're going to be your judges. Come on, somebody. Hear what Jesus was saying? Amen. In other words, Jesus was saying, how does Satan benefit from the work that I just done? Right. How does Satan benefit from the fact that I cast a dumb spirit out of this man who has not been able to talk, right. who has not been able to communicate, but now clearly he's speaking. How did Satan benefit from that? Right. Hallelujah. Right. Now who's talking? Right. They shut their mouth. Come on, somebody. Do you hear that? But it gets better now. Hallelujah. He said, but. Everybody say, but. but. He said, but. Since by the means of the finger of God, I love that. By means of the finger of God, I, in contradiction to them, am actually ejecting the demons. By the finger of God, I, in contradiction to them, I am actually ejecting the demons. So he wasn't saying, I'm delivering them. Deliver anybody. I don't deliver anybody. There's nothing about me that has the power to deliver, but he that is in me gives me the authority to cast out devils. And so when we see it happen through our amount authority, it's by the finger of God. And I just say, Amen, this about the finger of God. When the finger of God is there, it means God set the boundary. God set the boundary. And when God puts his finger on it, Yeah. 
no sweets. There's no sweet, too sweet. No such thing. No sugar. No butter. But if I'm, if I'm real, if I'm honest, I have really for the past couple of weeks, this week specifically, I have been assaulted by demonic forces. Yesterday, as I was outside in the yard working, 
I hate working in the yard. I like it myself, but I hate working in the yard. Was I thought, you know what? The enemy almost caused me to miss this appointment. Come on. Come on. Because now I've been instructed this way. It's been intense. It's not going to lie. And I know you all know what I mean. You've been there. But it's been intense. Demonic. Day and night. And I thought, he almost made me miss my appointment. Mm-hmm. No. I don't care how I feel. Because mm-hmm. God, I know it ain't about my feelings. Come on. It ain't about how I feel. Because if I think about how I feel compared to how you felt, Come on. So that I wouldn't have to be controlled by these feelings. Right. 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 And I thought, I'm not going to miss my appointment. I am not going to let the Santa Claus pass me by. Yes. Yes, come on. And be distracted and not get under the, the open window of heaven. Hallelujah. And then God began, amen, to speak to me. Through all the noise, through all the chaos. Can I tell you, if you listen, he's always speaking. Hallelujah. Amen. So I believe. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm walking in expectation. Now the onslaught has not left. Can I tell you if I'm real? Can I tell you the assault, the attack is still present? I feel it. It's still there. Hallelujah. I'm praying and navigating through it. Hallelujah. But I'm standing, I'm positioning myself beneath. Hallelujah. The window that's opening up this evening under heaven. And I'm going to stand with expectation because the Lord said, Hallelujah, that the kingdom is going to come upon me sooner than I expected. All of these things are destined to happen. Eventually, I will get through it. Eventually, I will overcome. Nobody in the kingdom has ever passed through the fire and been defeated. Come on, somebody help me. Amen. We are cast down, but we're not destroyed. Oh, somebody help me. We trip. We fall, but we get back up. Hallelujah. We are distraught. Hallelujah. But we are not disgruntled. We are dismayed, but we are not depressed. Oh, somebody help me. Hallelujah. Eventually, I will exchange, amen, the spirit of heaviness for a garment of praise. I know that from the past and from the statistics from God's resume that this is not going to last. It can't because God has got me. God's hand is upon my life. God's hand is upon you, the tabernacle. And so he has set the limit. He has set the matter. So I know eventually I'm going to get through it. But you know what God said to me? This Pentecost is going to come sooner than the enemy expected. I 
What you supposed to say to me? Me. 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 I have the keys. To what? The kingdom. There we are again. If I, by the favor of God, in contradiction to them, eject devils, then according the kingdom of God has come upon you sooner than you expect. The kingdom has come. So I give you the keys to the kingdom that whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven. That means it's done. Whatever you loose on earth is already loose in heaven. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. You have the keys to the kingdom. Let's look at some of the things that the Bible says about the kingdom. There's a lot of things it says about the kingdom that I want to help somebody tonight. Look at your neighbor and say, let the Spirit help you. Let the Spirit help you. Let this Word set you free. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, let this Word set you free. Yes, let this Word set you free. Set you free. Look at Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God, I'm going to paraphrase, I'm going to add, I'm going to translate. Is that all right? Can we translate? Do it. Yeah. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost sooner than you expect. Yes. So that's going to come sooner than you expect. The kingdom of God. But it's righteousness, it's peace, it's joy in the Holy Ghost. And it's going to come sooner than you expect it. I heard somebody grab a hold of that. My joy is coming back sooner than you expect it. Oh, come on again. It's going to come upon me. Righteousness, joy, peace. A new power of the Holy Ghost is going to come upon me sooner than I expected. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power sooner than you expect it. Thank you. 
it's going to come. Some of you have had the break, but you're waiting on the fruit. Well, the fruit is going to come sooner than you expected. Amen. Some of you have been trying to get the fruit before you had the break. You got to have the break before you have the fruit. It's not fruit break, it's break fruit. If you try to get the fruit before the break, you're going to be through. Amen. There's something in here tonight. My only regret, to, regret tonight is that there aren't no people here. Right. But the Lord said, as the sun goes down this evening, I want you to preach. There's a sunlight. Yes. Amen. There's a sunlight. Now, 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 So, 
So I don't know if, if they were praying at the moment. But what this tells us, by, by the root word meaning non-apparent, meaning the atmosphere was not set up for that sudden So I don't believe they were home. Right, right. I don't believe right. That's just my opinion. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't make a difference. So you argue about it. It's it, that we, that we it's irrelevant. But based on the context, right. and that it came unaware, and that it was non-apparent. So it's kind of like maybe, you know, they, 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 you know, the town was all hustle and bustle. Everybody was there. They were getting ready to gather in. Everyone was getting ready to gather in together to bring their offer. They were all around the upper room. And, and, and when, when just when the atmosphere and the circumstances surrounding them did not look like anything <coughs> unusual mm -hmm. was going to happen, come on. Because I've been given 
the word and the authority. And I know it. That the kingdom of God is just not meat and drink, but it is what? Come on, somebody. Righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. The kingdom is not in word, but it is in power. Amen. So I'm speaking it, even though I don't feel it, but it's not just going to be spoken because it's going to be being manifested sooner than what I expect. So I'm challenging you tonight with a word from heaven that this Pentecost is bringing it to an end sooner than you expected. Whatever it is that is in your life, whatever it is that you are troubled about, whatever it is that is taking place, amen, this Pentecost, I believe, is going to bring it sooner than you expected. You see, a fresh fire is coming. Oh, hallelujah. When you look at a man... Lisa's translation in Acts chapter 2. Amen. When it speaks about go, go, there we go. Amen. Thank you. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. Amen. That translation says uh, of that scripture that the fire positioned itself upon each one of them. Hallelujah. That spoke to me today. Hallelujah. Because a fresh fire is coming to take a its position in your life. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about a sheet of my shine and a speaking in tongues. I'm talking about a fire that fell on Pentecost. A fire that'll burn away the chaff. That'll separate. Hallelujah. That'll dry out every demonic spirit. That'll dry back the works and the fruits of Jezebel. That'll dry back the works of That'll drive back, hallelujah, the fruit of Apollaya and Baal. It'll drive back every demonic force. That fire is getting ready to come and take its position in your life. But what you got to do first is take your position under the open window of Pentecost. I believe that when that fresh fire comes and takes its position on me, hallelujah, that the kingdom is going to come upon
The enemy knows if you know. He knows if you believe. Mm -hmm. Look, he knows I believe. Right. That's why, that's why the direct assault has been sent. That's why that spirit, that demonic spirit has been sent specifically to my address to, 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 to bring a direct assault upon me. Doesn't matter where it came from, who sent it, all of that. God will take care of that. Mm -hmm. He knows I believe. Mm -hmm. And he knows that if I Pray long enough. I'm going to begin to clear the smoke. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to begin to see clearly. Mm -hmm. Took me a few days. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Took me a few days. But it hit me yesterday. And the things I was, was feeling, the things I was happening and I'm, I'm, I'm okay about speaking things out loud and talking about it a lot. Now what did what did the Lord say at the first part of the year and then just recently again in the spring? God had positioned this house mm -hmm. to be a house of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to drive out demons, you're going to have to fight demons. Mm -hmm. well, Come on, well. Hallelujah. And, and so realizing and then believing I know the spirit and I see now. You know, you start putting all the clues and the pieces of the puzzle together. And so the enemy eventually, he knows, he knows, he knows. He believes, he knows, he knows that as, as, as frustrated as I might feel, I'm going to come to church. Right. And he knows I'm going to drag myself in. If I have to pull myself in, right. I'm going to stand on that and I'm going to study the preach. He knows that. And I don't say that in the most way. He knows that about you. He knows the ones right. that are going to get crawl in their prayer calls if they have to. Come on, you need yeah. something to like. Amen. Praise the Lord descending. Amen. In the atmosphere. 
sieve, it's going to come sooner than the enemy expected. This Pentecost is bringing a suddenly, hallelujah, that the enemy has not expected. Come on, somebody, do you hear me? I don't know what's going to transpire between now and Sunday, but when we come back in here on Sunday, uh, hallelujah, it's hard telling. Uh, there's going to be, I'm not saying this, there's going to be a lot of churches, Pentecostal churches, celebrating speaking in tongues uh, on Sunday morning because it's Pentecost Sunday. Funny, funny that the church says you're under the wall if you celebrate the feast, but they've been celebrating Pentecost every year for decades, centuries. The Pentecostal church has been celebrating Pentecost. Awesome. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on. God. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all good. I'm not saying that to be ugly. My point is, is that when you understand that it's more than just a yay, I say, and a speaking yes. tongues, and a jump, and a loose bump, and a fall on the floor, and getting back up, but it's fresh fire. Yes. It's positioned itself over your life so that now, wherever you go, that fire is going to go. Wherever you are, that fire is because you have positioned yourself uh, under the Pentecostal yes. window, uh, and now uh, that fire is going to position itself, uh, and it's going to be fresh uh, and deliverance, uh, healing, victory, breakthrough. Uh, amen. It's going to come sooner. Amen. Thank you, And the enemy is not going to expect you to now shout this sin. To now rejoice this sin. Are you hearing me? Because righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Ghost is coming sooner than you expected. Same thing across this place. And the musicians are going to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I tell you something? Amen. Hallelujah. I'm telling you. Amen. The, the, the enemy's trying to set out against his house too. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, Taylor's, Taylor's kids were fine today. Amen. She texted me and said, two out of my three kids have fevers and I'm not going to come. Brittany texted me, Beckett's got a fever and I'm not going to be come. You know what that is? That's an assault from the enemy. And you know what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. For what I felt and know this week, hallelujah. Praise God. we got to break that off. Amen. It was still daylight out there and somebody said there's a fox running around out. Foxes are nocturnal. They don't come out during the day. You know why that fox is out here on the parking lot in the field of Judah Tabernacle in the day? Because it is an assault from the enemy. That fox, some of you say, you've lost your mind. You're right. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I, amen. Praise the Lord. I don't want it back. You say, oh, you're making more out of that than I know. Oh, no. Hallelujah. Praise God. You don't understand. Hallelujah. Amen. But you understand. And you ever go through a man and a man experience a, a direct demonic attack and assault. Hallelujah. Praise God. You'll understand what I'm talking about. But what am I telling you? Hallelujah. That as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. But as for you, the tabernacle, we are going to walk. Amen. In what God has spoken. Amen. There ain't no fox. Hallelujah. There ain't no spirit of infirmity. We break and bind that spirit of sickness. Yes. Hallelujah. Trying to take over. Amen. I know. Amen. That there's a discouragement. 